false accusations, hatred, lies, jealousy, betrayal. These, of course, are just some of the sins that we hear manifest in this reading today. And yet, in the reading just before it, when we heard from St. Paul to the Philippians, it speaks about how Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not deem equality with God. What do we mean by that? It means that God humbled himself in such a way, even though he was not worthy of this type of treatment, he humbled himself by accepting the Heavenly Father's plan for him, a plan that would entail suffering and trials, a plan that, if he surrendered himself completely, would be the perfect, acceptable sacrifice for all of our sins. That's the nature of God's love. As we enter in and continue our journey in this holy week, now that it has begun, we are reminded of the incredible love of God, but it's also a reminder to us of how the brokenness still remains in us. We ourselves may be tempted by some of these same types of sins. We at times might betray Jesus when the pressure's on, when it's difficult, when someone accuses us or makes accusations, says things that aren't true. How might we be like Jesus, accepting those sufferings and offering them to God as an act of love? We will learn in this week, as we make our journey, about the incredible graces of this week. And in such a short period of time, such a reversal into sin by the apostles. On Holy Thursday, for example, of course, we celebrate the institution of the Holy Eucharist. Jesus perpetually continuing that sacrifice at the Holy Eucharist we celebrate at every Mass by instituting the Holy Eucharist and the Holy Priesthood. And only hours later, of course, is what we've just heard in the Passion that was read. And the pressure's on, how difficult it is to be faithful to Jesus, how easy it is to be weak, filled with fear, whatever it might be that all motivated the apostles. Betrayal, rejections, accusations. We might experience those very same things in our own life. And the invitation for us as we enter into Good Friday is to be able to remember the incredible love of God, that despite we are sinners, we come with confidence in God, we come with humility, we ask for forgiveness. We enter into that journey acknowledging our own sinfulness, not without hope, but in the mercy and the love of God, which Peter himself would experience, but Judas did not, at least as far as we know. We don't know those last moments before he actually died, but we know that he did not turn back to Jesus and ask for forgiveness. Peter did. So even though we are sinners, even if we carry some bad memory from the past of some big sin or sins in our lives, that should not hold us back from the interior freedom God wants to give us. 
but we enter into that Good Friday with a sense of solemnness, remembering our sins, remembering the love of God, and realizing that it then will be a period of reflecting upon the sacrifice of Christ. And we anticipate that joyful celebration of the Easter Vigil and Easter Sunday, when even death does not have power over God. Nothing has power over God. And we get to celebrate that that was all part of God's bigger plan. To demonstrate how much he loves us and to be the just cause or the just compensation for our sins. As we celebrate Mass today and as we anticipate Holy Thursday, Good Friday, the Easter Vigil, and Easter Sunday, may our hearts take that journey with Jesus down that road. May we ourselves discover ever more deeply the love of God, the mercy of God, and the courage to not betray him.